People like People like games What's up, what's up, and welcome back to episode 22 of People Like Games. If you don't know by now, you have to learn a new damn thing because we are going to be around for quite a while, so you better get used to it. I'm Solo. I'm Lilo. And this is the show. Yeah, man. Yo, I gotta say, we gotta figure out a new intro, because by the time we get to episode 1000, just like Ellen, like, this shit is gonna get old, we need to figure out something. Yo, I, I, I'm genuinely already sort of tired of our theme song. Okay, alright. Like, I, I need to, I need to, we're gonna always be shifting, so like, I've been debating season, so. Every 25, you know, every 25 episodes. Every 25 is a like, season? Quarter century. Okay. We'll do a quarter century, yeah. that kind of thing, and then just like rotate. But I'm just thinking, like, episode episode 1000, and you're just like, what's up? What's up? If you don't know, it's so. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the trademark, because they don't know, man. They do not recognize just yet. Not because yet. Because on Twitter, at people like games, I'm not seeing that love. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Show that love. Yo. Show us your listening out there. More listens. Come on, bring it on. Because we're getting there. We're moving. Mm. We're making moves. But anyway, in that regards, be sure to check out iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever the hell you listen to your podcast other than Spotify and Tidal because they holding out, holding out. They don't like us, man. They definitely don't like us right now. But I mean, let's like if we get to a hundred race card, I'm going to pull the race. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. There are a lot of uh, let's go with colored commentaries, as you would say, out there in the world. And I'm sure they're on Spotify and it's not. We're just not good. We're just not good yet. Don't worry. We'll get there. We're just not. We're just not good there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So. You guys know how it goes from here. We are going to jump into that. Quick scope. And without much further ado, let's get into the show for once without sort of dragging along because Levo likes to ramble. I hate you. This is see, this is you. This is you right now. Sidetrack the main goal. Quick scope. Moving the show forward in a timely manner. Oh, goodness. This is the worst. All right. What's the first article? Let's let's talk about it. We're going to talk. So... Tencent has announced uh, a new uh, gaming contract that would allow parents to negotiate with kids the amount of playtime they get based on completing their homework and uh, doing chores around the house. Uh, It's a response to a growing concern with the amount of playtime that's being dedicated to these sorts of games with the Guangzhou University vice president going as far as to call it uh, or going as far as to say that some online games have become the new opium to poison the growth of teenagers. And so uh, it'll be uh, implemented or or potentially implemented towards children under 18. I think it's a, a, a pretty interesting uh, idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah, to clarify and to bring full circle, Tencent is something we covered a couple weeks ago, and it's the mobile gaming company that mobile gaming, let's go with super corporation enterprise, whatever you want to call it, that runs China right now. And they have all these 
amazingly popular mobile games, including what they call Honor of Kings or what we call Arena of Valor. And it's a similar, it's a MOBA that you can play on your phone. It's actually very well made and extremely fun. You can play with DC heroes, you can play with um, original heroes, whatever. And yeah, so Tencent created a whole bunch of mobile games just trying to um, cater to families because they understand how big of a market they have, how addictive games can be. I think Solo and I know firsthand how addictive they can be. And, um, you know, trying to bring in a contract into it. I think it's interesting. It's funny. <laughs> Hopefully it works. I, I always forget to give context to Tencent because that's just a gaming industrial complex at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to be familiar. That's it's like, like 10% of the market, right, was owned by Tencent. 10% of the mobile yeah. gaming market. In China or some shit like that? No, in China it's like ninety percent, if oh. I'm not mistaken. So is yeah, it just ten percent globally? More. I don't know. We need a fact check. Uh, uh, Producer, we're get on that. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, exactly. Producer, where you at? Where you at? All right. Um, yeah, moving on. So a couple of things about Fortnite. Fortnite is the battle royale that everyone knows about. I'm sure you live on a rock if Damn you don't know you about ninja. Fortnite. Yeah, come on. Uh, most popular game on Twitch right now, streamed and watched as we went over last episode. But big thing, Fortnite, new teams of five coming out. So instead of your squad of four, always leaving that fifth man out, that fifth wheel now gets an opportunity to join the squad. Five teams of 20. Oh, wait. Oh, man. I 180. My bad. My bad, everybody. Five teams of 20, five, baby. Five teams of 20. I totally fucked up. So that 20th man out. He gets in. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. thought it, I thought it was twenty teams of five, but oh, um, that would have been that, that would have been funny. The same thing. Yeah, I mean, that it, wouldn't be terrible. Not really. So I guess this is a play on what they did with the fifty on fifty mode that they demoed uh, a couple weeks back, which was actually awesome. When you had a full squad of twelve of you running down and all building buildings at the same time, five teams of twenty seems pretty awesome. I don't have twenty friends that play Fortnite at the moment. But I've got 20 friends. That's a good point. There we go. We don't have 20 friends. So any of you listeners or the bots out there, computer players, if you want to play with us, we're in. We want to be build a squad. 20. It's coming out tomorrow. Actually, technically, it came out today. If you're listening to this on Friday. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's quick. I mean, (laughs) that's that's it. I mean, again, look at how quick they're adding new modes that are just caters to exactly to what people have really started enjoying is which is exactly what you said which is if you have a large team building simultaneously people love building in this game that's sort of become its own sort of enjoyment within the battle royale it's going to be sweet this is uh this is launching with the new patch it's going to be patch 3.2 the update's coming up in the morning on friday early morning east coast time and yeah, it's going to be dropping. They're going to be fixing a couple of bugs that we're not going to go through. But look forward to playing with 20 people, man. It should be pretty sweet. I think the different modes, you know, you got to freshen things up a little bit. People play the same thing over and over. They obviously want to change. And that's uh, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, still, you know, I've been relatively upset because we were we were just playing earlier today. And, Get smoked. Um, Gotten got smoked. smoked. Got smoked, but yeah, got jamoked, really. Uh, but I realized after I quit, uh, as I was getting some of the, st- the stuff ready for the show, that I was like, hey, I didn't hotkey correctly, where I was like, if you make the middle button on the mouse the uh, wall, so if you're getting shot at, you bu- you build it around, and then you make uh, Z or E the hotkey for stairs. 
That's right on your finger. I mean, ZRE works. When you're saying ZRE, like, you talking about mouse and keyboard or are we talking about mouse controller? Mouse and keyboard. Mouse okay. and keyboard because playing on controller, I, play on, I was playing on console initially for Fortnite, and it's really a bit difficult, tricky, really, to be able to simultaneously switch back and forth. Yeah. Whereas being able to choose the exact method of keys that you want and having just, just a larger option and easier to access numerous options. The same issue that you see PUBG uh, having just, you know, on console rather that there's just too many buttons yep. that you need. Too many actions, not enough buttons, and yeah. it's definitely easier on a mouse keyboard, but yeah, got to figure out, got to play around, got to figure out what works best for you. It'll be cool. Agreed, agreed. Anyway, next up we have HQ Trivia. And if you haven't heard of HQ Trivia, it is a wildly, massively gigantic, popular, I suppose, mobile quiz game uh, that's on twice a day. Uh, and it was a game that actually, funny enough, I had the opportunity to interview the founder, Russ Yusupov, as in their early stages when they were still at like maybe 10,000 users and that was pretty interesting because if you guys are unfamiliar, the same people who brought you Vine, uh, who brought you HQ, which is Russ and this guy named Colin Kroll, were the same guys who built Vine, a semi-popular app. Uh, he was a bit withholding. So basically, the reason I'm mentioning them is that they raised $15 million and are now valued at $100 million. I don't really see it because... Even when I had spoken to him, I had talked about the fact that one of the issues they had faced with Vine was the fact that they didn't necessarily have a viable business model before they got big and then they weren't able to translate that large user base into something monetarily feasible without inherently changing the core structure of what you were selling in the first place. And so the same thing with HQ, like they're worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to grow more, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's a great idea and it shouldn't, it's value is not the company. The idea is what it sort of unleashed, which is people are willing to play scheduled games mm -hmm. on mobile. Yep. You it, know? it leads to something bigger. I definitely, they're bringing out the idea that people are willing to set aside specific times, specifically 3 p.m. Eastern Central or Eastern Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to play a game. And, you know, during the peak hype that I've seen, they've gotten up to like a couple, several million concurrent users of this live streaming trivia game on their phone at the same time. Now, that's, that's nothing to scoff at. That's actually amazing trying to oh, figure out incredible. how that's many incredible. people are going on. But like... I mean, I think I agree with you where right now they don't have any method to monetize this. It's just the fact that they have viewership. It's not necessarily anything else, anything bigger than that. Um, I mean, it's a different game. People do like games. I played it myself, but if I'm being honest, I've considered myself an average gamer. I, I think I you know, play broad spectrum of games. And after the first month and a half, I kind of got tired of looking at HQ. Like I have the notifications come up and they tell me, hey, we're on each queue right now. I'm playing, but sometimes I'm just like, I really don't care. Like, I, I just don't care. Yeah, I agree. Uh, often because now you have a larger user base of so the same amount of money. When I was playing when there was 40,000 people and you had a $10,000 game, your odds of winning yeah, a exactly. respectable it, much amount better. of money became much mm -hmm. more real. Exactly. And so now you have 
everyone can win. So like you're really making pennies on the dollars and they figured out their system, which is a three question removal, which is, Hey, here's a, what color is the sky? You know, then, you know, what color is the McDonald's arches? And then they're like, you know, what what's color? That plutonium? <laughs> exactly. You know, what's what? plutonium? It's like, okay, like, I get it. <laughs> how many I protons, how many neutrons in plutonium? And you're just like, fuck, I don't Fuck. remember that yet. They're, they're weeding out questions. I think notoriously, it's it's like question eight. I mean, it comes mm. differently all the time. I failed on question eight all the time. The furthest I ever gotten was eight, so that's just my I fucking hurdle. was the final question. I'm giving Solo the middle finger because really, he thinks he's really smart. Though, he just Googled. I, he just Googled really fast, everybody. I don't I worry about win. it. Yeah, he didn't win. That's right. I didn't win. And if you don't win, like, you know, what's, what's, second, what's the last question? Did I get a even an extra life in the game no i did not i mean you no, can if not. you refer people but that's neither here nor there either way still brings a point hq raise more money trivia game on your phone feel free to check it out it'll help them uh but ultimately we think and we've been yeah. right thus far that it's probably not going to go too far and mm. unless they do ra- mm. drastic changes I'll, I'll append my yeah. statement with drastic changes all right yeah barring but mm-hmm. next up we have a Actually, I'm 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 going to 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 introduce a, a a similar story that actually just I had meant to mention, but since it got resolved, I have less uh, to complain about. Basically, Oculus Rift, the VR headset, uh, was uh, basically every single VR headset from the Oculus Rift went offline because they had a little bit of issue with their software certification. Uh, which prevented owners from launching software. And that was an issue they eventually acknowledged on the official forum by one of their engineers saying that for security purposes, they had released a certificate to ensure that the software you receive actually came from Oculus. The certificate expired. And that is hilarious that a (laughs) revolutionary technology like virtual reality and the thing that makes it come down is like, oh man, fuck, we forgot to renew the license. Man, shit. Exactly. It's like not plugging, it's like not plugging it in it, at the just, end of the day. It's just funny. It's funny oversight, but if you think about it, it's something so menial that you deal every day with, uh, I don't know, for everyone who's listening out there, you ever log on the website and says, can you validate this website? Can you confirm your certificate? And essentially you giving an agreement between your computer and whatever website that you're going to, that you are real, you are a certified user that blah, 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 you know, yada, yada, yada. Oculus did the same thing. They had certificates so that when you plugged it in and talked to their servers, you could verify that you were an official Oculus software platform, that kind of thing, user base. And that software, that certificate rather has an ending date and their ending date came up. No one really thought about it. And uh, yeah, Unfortunately, I think that's hilarious. They did a good job of like yeah. giving some monetary recompensation or compensation to uh, everybody. And fifteen yeah, bucks I is agree. not I mean, a lot, but like I think it's more than people needed. Really, sorry if your Oculus Rift didn't work for a day, unless of course yeah. you were trying to demo some VR shit, which would suck for you. Come back another or day. You're trying to like jack it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get on Pornhub 3D today, unfortunately. Who, who's to say they're not equally important, man? Demos, jerking it. Nah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, all, I, all importance is flat. And it's relative. only half a day, but I think it's kind of funny. Seriously. It's a good article. I like that. Good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. All right. Um, 
Next up, I'm going to talk about a game. So, wait, do you want to go over solo or you want me to go over solo? I think that solo is a wonderful looking game. <laughs> do you want to explain more about it or, or what? Uh, so, basically, I, well, see, the reason was I, ha- I had set this up as the one I'd be announcing. Oh, my B, my B. Dude, we need to coordinate these things. You know, guys, we're still working out the kinks. We're still working out the kinks. I just didn't understand what was going on. Let's pretend. We'll hold off. I'll I'll continue on. I'm going on to the next thing. Don't worry. We're going on to the next thing? Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. Okay, we're going to skip solo. We're going to come back to solo some other time. More like in 10 minutes or so, you'll hear about solo. Maybe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what, else, what, what else we got for the people, man? What else we All got right. for the people? So for the people, we have a free-to-play game. So I'll give credit to Solo. He's been finding a whole bunch of games that are awesome, that are out there. Um, people are looking for exposure, and I think we're definitely the type of podcast, the niche podcast, to give them that exposure. We're always on the lookout for fun things, and this game is called No Reload Heroes. The idea is that it's a top-down shooter, platformer, sort of. Not, not really a platform, but top-down shooter where you play with four of your closest friends or rather three of your other closest friends four people total and you just battle it out you battle it out against enemies you try to beat dungeons you go up different stages and it looks awesome um you can play on steam or on console at the moment so uh, well actually just on steam sorry i take that back but they have plans to put it on psn and xbox live Again, it's called No Reload Heroes. It's hard to describe it over podcasts, what it actually does. It's but like yeah. a pretty awesome 2D-esque shooter. Yeah, I mean, it's 3D cell shaded, but, but if you ever played Geometry but... Wars, it's just like Geometry yeah. Wars. It's it's another top-down shooter where you have unlimited ammo, you're aiming at things, um, sort of the same game mechanics as yeah something like geometry like wars or ps4 version of a game like this is similar but i forgot what the exact name of i bet you was. it's geometry wars i bet yeah. you not even kidding if we're you gonna, look it up right now back to you guys we're gonna, we're gonna it, find this i, I i'm not it, it, i think it's like castle heroes defense i i forget the name uh, just check it out Trophy it's cool because Trophy was the one that i played that game with that's true Trophy knows lol he knows all man yeah. he's good uh all the right Trophy moving on <laughs> Moving on, we got uh, the Mavericks Battle Royale game that's coming out soon. They're planning a demo, and, you know, Mavericks being a Battle Royale, the difference here, instead of PUBG and Fortnite, it's trying to be 400 people. That's the idea. That's the scope of the Battle Royale that we're going with, and beautiful in-nature graphics. It looks pretty awesome, but no one's seen gameplay from it, only a teaser. So uh, this is something that's coming out very yeah, very I'd, soon I'd, I'd, I'd be genuinely surprised if they were able to actually seamlessly integrate 400 fucking people simultaneously in a game that one did not lag like crazy right 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 how are you i don't know i think that's silly um it's it, it's a it's a it's a good talking point but i don't that's not gonna pan out and if it does pan out like shit i'll be the first to go and apologize but it's gonna change the genre if it does but it's more of a test than anything else that's what i'm guessing right yeah that's the idea it's gonna be a test for infrastructure they're gonna see if their idea works and you know people eventually want to go up to a thousand people aka when i say people proven grounds the company that creates or is creating mavericks wants to go up to a thousand people so they're testing out this idea of 400 first and seeing how well it goes 
They're trying to tap into that battle royale market, man. Fortnite, that's successes. New hotness, man. It's new hotness. Yeah. And so everyone's I trying mean, to be that new hotness. It's been the hotness, but at the same time, like, we're going to get to it a little bit in the main segment that I just think that Fortnite has so sort of won the specific battle royale genre that people need to start complementing it with interesting angles. So, like, Auto Royale that we'll talk about with H1Z1, mm-hmm. that's an interesting pivot away, I guess, sort of, but who knows? Anyway, next up, we got a pretty, actually, really interesting, probably my favorite story uh, of this set, which is that a company called Congregate with a K is uh, readying a rival for Steam. In essence, uh, they're going to allow developers to put their games on this platform and be able to have full control of their games in terms of the price structure they want. that sort of differentiates them from the $100 Steam Direct fee that Valve charges to developers or had recently offered sort of last year. And then one of the main things is that Steam sort of, or Valve and Steam sort of have a iron fist on the function, on the search engine, how the game sort of mechanisms work. And so for this, they're allowing developers to create their own store pages for their games, which can be just sort of tailored for brands and you know it'll allow people to have more direct access with the developers on this sort of medium uh it's just it, they just literally are playing a middleman and they'll be able to take certain cuts of the amount of money that these guys will make on their platform and there's nothing wrong with that there's no reason to overcharge indie developers people are moving towards a gaming structure that you'll see triple a titles covered as well as uh you know indies it's it's all sort of moving up you know? so would you say that the interface the ui that it offers uh, is sort of like foursquare the same way foursquare works for um websites for anyone who doesn't know foursquare is like a service you can pay for and they essentially offer an easy drag and drop way of de- designing your own user interface i don't i don't think they have something like that um well not like drag and drop but offering the ability to customize your own web page is similar to what i'm hearing with congregate where Mm -hmm. offering the ability to customize your own store page Uh, and interface with them oh i mean if if i'm congregate like you know i i partner with squarespace i i I wouldn't see why i wouldn't to offer that for people wouldn't necessarily but if you're a developer i'm sure you know how to get a page done yeah yeah code a page i was just you know i'm throwing out there what you were describing to me seemed like actually i'm gonna reach out because uh i want to see if we can get the ceo over on here and have a good conversation about this because i'm curious how they would uh stack up against them and what they sort of differentiate how do you crack that market position that valve has or steam has it's borderline impossible they're gonna try so let's check it out um so next up, we're going back to the Owls. So the Owls have been coming up for the past couple of weeks. They've been going on. I know we haven't been keeping up with them. So sorry for anyone who is looking to us for those, you know, Overwatch League statistics yeah. and news. Yeah, uh, we yeah, kind of dropped the ball on that little, shit. I got a little bored. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, uh, man, it's tough. And now we I know like why it. viewership is going down because people are getting bored, I think. Uh, bringing in new maps, bringing in new characters is definitely going to change up the thing. But the big news yeah. in the industry is definitely that uh, – so the last place team we mentioned earlier is bringing on the player Gaguri. She's the first female Overwatch player, and she is nasty at Zarya. But 
Bigger than that is that their coach recently just quit following a scandal in January. So announced on Twitter by the Shanghai Dragons official Twitter, staff change effective immediately. Chen Kongshan, U4, steps down as head coach of Shanghai Dragons. He will formally leave the post after a transition period of one week. Current assistant coach Sun Jun Yong Kong, it's a mouthful, will act as a standing coach. And um, yeah, so he was fine for something earlier for going around the rules, but uh, I think it was <laughs> it was funny that he this team that's in last place has a lot of controversy surrounding it, and I hope that with this staff change they get into um, you know giving people a shot. I personally want to see Gaguri on the circuit and seeing what's going on, and I don't know. I think that's pretty sweet in terms of yeah the the changes that could happen for Shanghai. Yeah, I mean, they haven't won a single goddamn game. They should make a change. And okay. that makes sense. Uh, and which just follow up, actually, I found a little bit of an interesting statistic that in season nine of competitive so far, Diva and Moira have been the most played. Uh, that's according to a chart that was released by Jeff Kaplan uh, that mm-hmm. detailed all the players. And basically, every single one of them are borderline Moira, Diva, Genji. And then I would say the biggest differentiator comes at the grandmaster level is Tracer. That's nowhere else. Um, and so I, th- I think Tracer needs to uh, do that. Um, pretty. Right. I-, I think there's a unique uh, element to her character that makes her really chosen in that realm. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I was thinking myself, like I've been trying to pick up Tracer and it's just those statistics – don't really come as a surprise. Mora is so like her utility is unreal. If you actually have a Mora that decides to heal, that's pretty incredible. Because most of the time, a lot of people just use her damage orb instead of her healing orb. But I think her healing orb is extremely underrated, especially if you have like a say you have a, a friendly Genji on your team. Genji is a very mobile character. If you don't know, he can double jump and go up to reach high places that other people can't. He can also wall climb a little bit, like his, his counterpart Hanzo. But the idea is. Genji's in a hard-to-reach spot. No one else can see him, but he's also low health, so he doesn't want to jump out because he's going to get killed. Who can heal him? Is it the Mercy that jumps across the map and tries to go get him but gets shot out midair, or is it the Moira that can launch an orb at him and then heal him over time? She's She's got so many different play styles that you can do that it's kind of awesome, so that, that makes it makes it fun to play her for sure as just uh, you know a fan of the game. And then, yeah. you know, D.Va... Dude, she eats ults. That's all I need yeah. to say. She eats ults, yeah. and that's why she's played. She eats ults, yeah. and she's mobile. So two things make the game fun and can turn the tide of a battle. It's just easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah, that I agree with. That I agree with. All right. Um, all right. Is it time? Man, do I need to talk about this? Are we going political for a second? Nah. I don't think we should get too political. You, you, you know how I go when we get there. You get heated. You get heated. I, 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 I do. I, I, I can't help it. And I know you guys may have political affiliations of all stripes and stars. <laughs> the you delay believe. there was real. The delay there was real. Oh, that's funny. I debated. I had, to, I, had to th- I had to be very careful with my words in that one. Mm-hmm. But... Regardless, I think we should just hop into the main segment. Wait, 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 I wait. Think we, Before we get boy. there, before we get there, I think we need to mention we that we are correct um, on all fronts. Uh, 
Last thing in quick scope. Guess what? The new Call of Duty game coming out is called Black Ops 4. Just like we thought it was going to be called. Sort of just like what everyone else thought it was going to be called. But it's confirmed uh, and it's going to be coming out in October. So look out for that which, from Treyarch. Agreed. It's going to be just a quick thing. Curious to see how they work with that in regards to the... Uh, Death of World War Two. It's probably going to kill off World War Two, is what I'm saying. Oh, but anyway, I was like, what? I don't know. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if it's going to kill off World War Two, but I think the idea is that you know Treyarch is taking something different, going away from the World War Two for a second. Uh, Battlefield is going to come back with World War Two. We'll see. We'll uh, see how it goes. Well. But yeah, we'll like see. a four. But Black Ops 4 is going to have zombies. It's going to get a lot of people just because of the zombie mode. So really, I think it's a, awesome. a zombies game now as opposed to anything uh, else. So we'll see. I'll be honest. I'm not going to buy it. I don't play Call of Duties. Yep. That is against no one. But anyway, let's get into the main segment because speaking of us being right, let's <laughs> start with the story of us being right, which is... H1Z1 goes free to play. And if you happen to be a longtime listener, yes, you one guy. Uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> give us three. Give us there. three, man. I give think we're three. like the teens, maybe, too. We're, I don't going, know. we're teens. All right. Maybe, maybe I'll give like one to four people who, who, who have heard us say consistently that uh, a lot of these PC and platform games are going to end up going free to play and then charging for in-game cosmetic items. And lo and behold, the game that we had covered uh, last week, H1Z1, which had shifted to a, or pivoted to a new Auto Royale mode, now is going, again, free to play. Overwatch, we said, continually needs to follow the same business model. They would increase the amount of people that played the game tremendously and i'm sure that that would have a pretty good funnel effect towards the overwatch league as well just smart business but as we also say on the show who makes these decisions likely not, <laughs> who like, fucking likely not makes someone these who's decisions? that in a unique business strategic angle therefore that was only mentioned to say we told you so it's going to happen with overwatch one day and when it happens We'll be there to say we told you so again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just clarify, because I think the idea is that Blizzard essentially might be double dipping because they made their game not free to play and they got money out of it. The biggest thing is like I think AAA games from big studios are going to come out free to play eventually. At least online yeah. games. Oh, 100%. That's what like, I, mean. I mean. That's what I want to say. I don't know if that's what you were saying, but... You know, I, if, if you look at what in eleven days, I believe, or maybe less. What is it? What, what, what's it on eleven days? Because I believe see if these comes out on March twentieth. That'll be the first example of a AAA title being released for free. If you happen to have Xbox Game Pass, I so, mean, technically not free. Yeah, it, you know, uh, it's, it, but it's technically free because you're not paying an additional fee. You're paying just for six months of the game. If you think about it, you're paying for six months of playing. And in all fairness, I think you'll probably stop after that unless it, they come out with new content. But yeah, neither here nor there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, agreed. But next up, we have a, a new game enters the esports team based league. A new challenger a enters. New, yeah, <laughs> but this was a slightly more unexpected one. This one happens to be Clash Royale. 
if you have ever played the mobile game for iOS Hell and, yeah, and, man. and Android. It's fucking mad awesome. Good. Dude, it's, it's it mad really fun. fun. Yeah, you say but it's new to you. Time, it's not new to a lot of people, man. Like, millions of people fucking play this game. How long has it been out? Dude, like, this game's been like, out for like two and a half years. That's not a long time. What do you, what, on a mobile game? In, <laughs> in terms true. of turnover and what comes out? Like, I played this game years ago, and it's still going strong, and it just shows that, like, the, the industry's trying to change or trying to keep up with the esports league. Granted, dude, Clash Royale was streamed before, man. It's it's on Twitch. It's a thing you can look up. People were watching it, and when they have big tournaments, people do watch it. This is just them trying to like monetize it. Yeah, they're just. I think I it's smart. It's fun. I think, you know, dude, I have family members who paid money towards this game. Remember that thing you say you're never gonna do? My own family paid for more upgrades in Clash Royale because it was that addicting. It's fun. It it combines strategy with like. Just strategy. <laughs> it's essentially. Strategy it's just a strategy, strategy game. It's essentially power like and cards and. Uh, no. I, it is interesting. It's funny that people pay, pay. I mean, it is pretty addicting, but I got pretty bored because then I realized pretty quickly that you would be playing people who could just pay their way to yeah. a higher yeah. tier, and that's what I d- didn't realize. And that's why I have personally think I said in the first three episodes of the show actually that I didn't think Clash Royale would have an esports league because I just don't think you can create a fair game tournament anything based on decks that could have been bought like could have been bought but I think what if they gave everyone the same exact cards I think that's what they're doing if they give everyone the same exact cards then like same cards sets so you know clash royale works because you can um, you have a whole bunch of cards to choose from and you can essentially build your own loadout same way hearthstone works right mm-hmm. and then you play these in the field and i think dude that's the only way it's going to work it's not like they're going to have people who played their own decks like a level one guy cannot play a level 90 guy the level 90 guy is obviously going to have level nine of the highest tier cards that you could possibly have no, no that's not gonna be the case i think they're gonna have a standardized deck of cards with the same levels and it's just all that strategy it's about who can play better who outmaneuvers the other person who outthinks them there's no fucking way it's a pay but to win that, esports is that, league is, is that is that the actual tournament i i need to look that up because i, I don't know if that's the tournament model if they always Dude, that's the, it's got to be the tournament model. It's the only thing that logically makes sense. And yes, you and I should probably. I mean, they don't give you a lot of details. They just say that. They don't give you a lot of details, but we'll see. And I think I'm right. You're wrong. No offense. Boom. And then we will out find out. And next week when uh, we find out that Lilo was indeed wrong <laughs> and I was indeed correct. I don't know that to, was coming up. We're, yeah. we're going to replay this uh, continually throughout the episode as a looped clip. And then a small mm-hmm, womp, mm-hmm. Womp, womp to yep. wrap it up. But anyway, on to our final story of the day. A slightly bigger one than usual. I know we've covered Nintendo a whole fucking bunch. I think it was the last week's episode. Yeah, it was last we week did. we talked about the Switch. Maybe we were talking about the Switch and what no, year no, two would bring. Not even last week. It was Monday's episode. Or Tuesday's episode. Oh, yeah, sorry, Tuesday's, Tuesday's episode. So. Well, well. So, uh, speaking of being ahead of the curve, we we had talked literally on that day about a potential game of Smash and what the Switch would need to release in order to be able to just boost what was a miraculous first year. Right. And yeah, we will get into that. But first, we're going to touch a little bit again on what that first year actually just did and what that what the importance of the 
statement, which you've obviously fucking heard, so I'm not really masking anything from you guys at this point, right? If you're into gaming, but if you're not, then the tease might be, I don't know, somewhat bothersome. Get into it, man. You you're just teasing anyway. too much. <laughs> just, just a tip. Just a I'm tip. Just now, keep going in. See what What's I mean? The Lilo's ramblings always just delay us inevitably. I, I hate delay. you so much. Inevitable what death. is Nintendo anyway, doing that's surprising for the future? What are they doing? Well, firstly, it is the fact that Nintendo is expected to overtake Microsoft uh, in sales in 2018. That is pretty pretty wild. So uh, in the past year, in 2017, they had a little bit over $10 billion was spent on Xbox hardware and software and services. And in Nintendo's case, it was around $8 billion dollars. That is pretty crazy given the fact that just the year before they were selling about $4 billion. So they literally doubled in one year, uh, which is wild. And obviously you would know what that growth was driven by, which was the Switch. And they sold almost 15 million copies. One of the major things or parts of that story is that they are now number or going to be number two because Microsoft is expected to decrease in its amount of sales for Xbox services and related hardware in 2018, which is slightly surprising because I have a feeling that if Game Pass is successful, it's really going to drive Microsoft Xbox sales. It sort of becomes a selling point. You know, I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm usually not. So we're just gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip that and then just play it over and over when I'm right next to you. I know. And then, <laughs> you know, if you want to sort of, you know, sort of sort of uh what's the word i'm using self-flagellate with me telling you i told you so then that's fair but either way eh, whatever get out of here anyway, no, tell them who the king is obviously they can probably surmise yeah, the who the king is, is. fucking sony by yeah. a long shot yeah sony sony has over 20 billion dollars 20 billion in 27 i'm surprised i am genuinely surprised i didn't think the sales sony and was... services man they they got like they got the market down they know video games they know entertainment they know anime they know all that shit microsoft Sony's they make... got it like that man dude they they know what they're doing nintendo what's wild uh... it's great but like dude they, they don't touch sony <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Nintendo may have a outsized level of appreciation if the fact that I'm like, yo, they're both Japanese-based companies. Like, I, I would have thought, had I not seen these numbers put in front of my eyes, like, you would think that their their cultural value is, like, pound for pound the same, right? Right, but we're not there, man. We just, we're not around people. Like, you and I are Xbox guys, right? We grew up with Xbox. I Don't get me wrong, I had PlayStation as well, but I stopped at their PS2 just like you did. We, yeah. our niche, our circle, just our group didn't really care too much. Then there's that whole half of the world that just has PlayStation, Europe, PlayStation, Asia, PlayStation, right? There's no Xboxes over there. And then you throw a Nintendo here and there around the world because they're tailored more towards kids, I would say, right? Yeah. Uh, the reason they're going to launch like this is that they're, they're, they're breaking a mass sort of penetration in the US market and that's going to take away a lot from Xbox because the kid's going to be like, I want the Nintendo Switch and that's going to determine then who they're going to sort of have their, you know, console. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe con I want to say console loyalty, but like I started with a Sega Genesis <laughs> are you still loyal bro no no, no. <laughs> then i went to playstation uh, that's and actually like, really funny 
And then I was like, sorry, bro, I ain't loyal to you anymore. I'm going to Nintendo, and I got the Nintendo 64. And then I was like, better to want a PlayStation 2. I, I think but, the moral of the story is if you're a gamer, you're going to jump around from console to console. Some people are just everything stuck. nowadays. That's, That's how it's going to be. Because That's what we do. It's a new hotness. Bring it in. It is a new hotness. It is a new hotness. But okay, uh, that is pretty incredible anyway for Nintendo on a year-to-year turnaround and to almost probably triple uh, their total revenue within three years based off the back of one console. And why are they going to sell more games next this year, Lilo? Tell me why Nintendo's taking year two. Well, Nintendo's going to take year two because like we mentioned, you knew that they had a whole whole bunch of intellectual property that they could utilize right and what's one of the few things that brings people together nothing like a fucking fun game of smash crushing your friends hating everybody around you no mercy no fucking rules nintendo officially revealed that they're going to come out with a new super smash brothers for nintendo switch later this year in 2018 it's coming out after their launch of nintendo direct which is shooting i think for sometime this fall and yeah dude i think between that game, well, okay, between Smash and then also, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Super Mario Tennis Aces, dude, Nintendo is going to crush this year. Multiplayer games on a console that's both mobile and easy, like, easy to utilize and easy to get online and cheap because Nintendo Direct's only going to be 30 bucks a year, like, at least cheaper compared to the other consoles. They're going to take this yeah. fucking year. Take this fucking yeah. year. It's going to be great. Uh, it's I'm gonna be so wild. ready. Uh, so ready it, for Smash. Oh, my God. And, so and, fucking and, pumped. And, and, and that's not even to mention the fact that, like, they just announced that uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, the remastered version, is going to be coming to the Switch as well. Right. They're going to try to get Monster Hunter. Like, the fact that, that they, you, you can't even, like... Dark Souls I, I, Remastered is coming out. You got, like, yeah, like you were saying, they're trying to the, do the, Monster Hunter. All these extra ports that are coming like those are just as much of a reason to want to go buy the console as is the fact that they're coming out with fucking smash 4 or, mm-hmm. or whatever number you want to call this um it's gonna switch I don't, I don't even know but yo, know, if anyone has the opportunity look at that fucking reveal online that trailer mm-hmm. on youtube is so sweet you it got, was so clever to take the splatoon guys into dude, that you it just had just, no idea you had no idea what was coming on. you're like splatoon guys this is cool and then all of a sudden you saw the fucking fire in the background you're like i know exactly what that is that fiery ah. smash symbol of that super ball that everyone fucking hated in super smash melee or super smash brothers dude, was, they it's just, just oh awful it was just they uh, just they know how to do the reveals now like they just get it like nintendo's nintendo's heat checking man i was joking was it maybe two last week where i was like yo nintendo's feeling themselves so hard they're selling a cardboard box for 69.69 on 420 <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah. how you follow up with demanding that you're allowed to do that you fucking reveal smash in a splatoon commercial like are you kidding like hey Hey, it's at smart. Nintendo at Nintendo Direct, not even E3. They could have waited like three months for the biggest game show on earth. Yeah. But they're like, nah, we're just gonna release it on fucking well, that's Thursday. The thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think they played it smart. They got they whetted the appetite, right? They a one minute trailer revealing not too much, just that the Splatoon ta- characters are definitely gonna be involved. E3, if you don't think they're coming out with more Smash fucking visuals, then you're crazy. I know that's definitely going to happen. Oh, so. absolutely. But the the, the, the re- where they chose to do the reveal shows that, like... Dude, they're trying then, to make the direction all on Nintendo. I think that's a smart marketing move, right? Yeah. Hey, guess Nintendo what? We have the power. From- yeah, exactly. You got to get it. You got to get it. 
And, okay. and I even like even the Nintendo Direct now is like a must watch. Like it's become it's oh, Nintendo's oh, oh, oh. E3. I, like yeah. if, if they're like, oh, you're going to release something like Smash there. Like if they mm-hmm. go to E3 and they're like, all right, we released additional visuals, they'll be like, all right, awesome. But like, yeah, yeah, we're in the same lines. I agree with you 100%. Yep. It, it'd be wild. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy that they were able to pull that off. Um, I, uh, Nintendo, man. I, 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 I'm genuinely shocked that they were able to manage that much of a turnaround. Uh, this definitely affects it, us more because of the nostalgia factor. Just We grew up with Nintendo playing Pokemon, one of the biggest games of all time, really, if you think about it, like how it spans generations. Yeah. It's a generational game, it really is, or multi-generational game, let's yeah. go with that. That that company is still around, and it's we're fucking adults. my gaming. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's awesome. It's just crazy, like, you know, how gaming has sort of broken the larger barrier that, like, it's just, it's going to become normalized. Yeah. And there's going to be a bunch of normies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fucking normie. You didn't play games in the beginning. You didn't play in the original Game Boy. You don't know what it's like, kid. You You don't know. There was no color on it. Yeah, exactly. There was no color on it. The screen yeah. didn't light up, so we had to have our own flashlight to hold up on the yeah. screen to <laughs> play with one hand. Oh my god! They used to sell a little USB attachment that functioned as a book light. Like, you remember yeah. the book light thing? Dude, like, the book light, and then they had the fucking. You could buy the extra magnifying glasses that fit over the top of your case, so that you could actually see the screen bigger because it was too small. You're like, what the shit? Approximately like 64 pixels total. I mean, I know it's more than that, but like, you know, I'm approximating yeah. it's a certain set amount it's of pixels, enough. black it, and white. It's, it's it's crazy how quickly technology has sort of advanced. Like for Nintendo to have the Game Boy, what that was in the 90s and now maybe 20, 25 years later, you have a different console. I mean, it, it, it's a, I'm curious because like if you look at the switch it's sort of a, a, a following generation launch so like the it's not necessarily competing with Xbox one and the ps4 so like it, ps5 will be out within two years you know there's no doubt in my mind that by 2020 we'll have a ps5 at least announced if not released you know I mean, maybe. I don't know. Think about what Microsoft is doing. You never know if another company is going to bite off a piece of that pie. Microsoft is not releasing any more consoles, man. They think they're trying to integrate Xbox, Xbox One, and PC all across the platforms. I I, I, I studied a lot about Microsoft because I I, I have a lot of interest in their CEO, Satya Nadella, and how he sort of pivoted the company. And you know where he was ahead sort of honcho in the company? Was it either cloud. Google? The cloud. No, he was oh, my, well. he's a Microsoft guy, but he gotcha. was in the cloud division. Mm-hmm. And so there, if you look at uh, the, I was actually just explaining this to my cousin. We were talking about the uh, the games, uh, the Game Pass and how it works. And it's like all those games are available on a cloud and then you're able to download them onto your console. But I think you just download the access point and then the saved files are on the cloud. And so if they move away from a console, like they could do like a, a USB stick that you put into your TV and then you're able to access what they're doing, you know? Right, if they, right, they right. Have a, But yeah, it, and it would be amazing for Xbox to get away from consoles. Because companies don't really make a lot of money on hardware. I, I think I remember reading a statistic. I'm gonna, if I'm wrong on this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow up a post 
tomorrow with this for the show if I'm wrong. But uh, the <laughs> fact that when, when, not if, when. I, I, I say if because like you know, even a even a broken clock is right at least two times a day. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Um, that Microsoft makes like a, a minimal amount of money on. Uh, or made a minimal amount of money per Xbox. I think they were almost technically breaking even altogether. But uh, what else is there? What else is there? That's about it. Uh, you guys know, Nintendo just locked in year two. There's gaming to be done. That 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 was a lot of news that we we covered for you guys today. And you know, overall, we missed a few stories. But I think that. Uh, Going into uh, our next week, we got a few changes coming for you that we you might like. You might even see a sharper, crisper uh, logo coming your way. You might even be getting a new intro song. You might even be getting whoa, some... whoa, whoa! Don't don't promise too much. I think uh, you promised enough, sir. Just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for next just week's just episodes. Just be on the lookout. Just be yeah. on the lookout. That's the best way. Like keep your eyes open and. We're excited to bring you some new shit, try some things out. And realize that at some times that Ninja single-handedly is able to beat the amount of viewers that the Overwatch League has, which is pretty wild. (laughs) Ending note, and we're done. And uh, we shall see you guys. Yep, talk to you guys next week.